I give up. I quit everything. I heard it. This is uh, You're Now Mr. Atheist, which is going to be weird for you. Uh, bye, everybody. Brenda, take it away. This is your show forever. Just oh, kidding. Okay. <laughs> or, oh, if you want it, take it. Um, it'll it'll be interesting oh, to have a... It's like a lot of work. <laughs> it'd be good to have a Christian be Mr. Atheist. That'd be pretty funny. Uh, welcome, everybody, to the live recording of Modern Day Atheism. Remember, this goes out live now if you're watching it live on YouTube, uh, but generally on Saturday evening, and then it is available in podcast form on Monday mornings. That's across iTunes, Google, Spotify, and something called Stitcher that each week I mention I have no idea what it is, and no one on my <laughs> production team thinks they should like send me an email to tell me about it. But whatever, that's fine. Uh, they can, you know... That's all. It's all good. Um, let's see. I had an announcement. I don't know, remember. I, there was something I was going to announce, but I just realized it's not relevant. I do want to say before we get started, thank you to everybody who uh, has been so like nice and kind and reaching out because I've mentioned in a few places like what happened this week where we got videos taken down of individuals calling for the death, the death penalty and like celebrating the Pulse nightclub shooting, basically the death penalty for, for uh, people who are LGBTQA plus and, and talking about like how it wasn't so bad, the Pulse nightclub shooting and they were calling homosexuals rapists and pedophiles. Anyway, I did my video. We successfully got those videos taken down. I did a follow-up one on when I think deplatforming is okay. And more uh, more than ever, just lots and lots of hateful messages, some of them violence, uh, some of them just just people uh, uh, can't seem to be good enough just disagreeing. They have to express that they think you are an evil human being worthy of of lots. Anyway, so uh, but many of you have been extremely supportive and extremely kind, sending nice messages and everything. And that's uh, that's been that's been very nice. I can't say that the death threats and the like mean people really get to me that much. I don't I don't know, like strangers on the Internet who hate me are pretty far below. Like, I don't care much about what my dad thinks of me. So why would I care about a stranger on the Internet who hates me? But it was still nice to see the counter. But speaking of people with whom I disagree, but our disagreements don't cause any vitriol or anger between us, I should introduce this lovely person to my left here. Uh, this is Brenda Marie Davies. You might have seen her this week on my channel as we did a little like trying to challenge each other with three questions each uh, and and talked about uh, her beliefs versus my beliefs. Her channel is God is Gray. Brenda, why don't you say hello and introduce yourself a little further? Hi, my name is Brenda. My YouTube channel and podcast, which is also on Stitcher, which I've never been on, <laughs> is uh, God is Gray. Um, I am for sex positive, LGBTQ affirming, science believing, Christianity. Yeah, <laughs> I um I keep hearing myself every now and then a little bit on your side. Do you have a speaker or something you could turn down? Oh, um, sure. I turned yeah. on the volume on my. And I'm also a little bit mad because you didn't. I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, I think I just heard it again a little bit, but um, I people will deal. Uh. 
I, I am a little mad that you didn't start with after after I made you retake it when we recorded our thing. You didn't start with "Hello, beautiful people," which is like her oh, catchphrase. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Hi, beautiful people. There we go. <laughs> much much better. Uh, so today we got we got a little bit of conflict from Tuesday's video, a little bit of a back and forth, and. Uh, Today we're going to go with more what brings us together, which is a mutual uh, uh, disliking of Paul and Morgan uh, or their <laughs> positions, I should say. I actually I can't say I dislike them as people. There are definitely positions of theirs, I think, are just straight out disgusting. But um, I don't know. I think like I could have a conversation with them unrelated to them and, and enjoy their company. And especially when Paul eventually comes out of the closet. So I, that's a joke <laughs> kind of a little <laughs> anyway. Um, the, uh, 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 we're going to be talking about birth control today. Um, yeah. Oh, apparently last, the last and week on banner has been on this whole time. Yeah. Let's turn that off. Okay. Turn that off. I would have to clarify too. I do not dislike Paul and Morgan, and also there are a handful of things that they say that are quite beautiful that I would agree with. We obviously see to eye on, you know, basic concepts of humanity, but then we really mix up when we get to LGBTQ stuff, and then definitely what we're about to get into today. Right, and I'd say their application of Christianity is pretty different than yours because you're. Your version of Christianity seems to put a humanistic perspective first, and theirs does not. <laughs> theirs is is very much a like, do whatever these books say that we consider unflawed, but also apply our own interpretation to them and do them without question. I mean, we're about to see a lot of that, though, too. I don't have to make the case more than they're going to make the case here. That pause was for you to say stuff. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> Most of the I mean, I don't well. know. I, I agree. I think there is a lot. Um, one thing I definitely notice is the spiritual anxiety that can come with the way they present certain topics. Like they say things uh, gently often, mm -hmm. which is like, hey, this is just my view. This is just the, what our interpretation of these modern day like dilemmas is. However, the Lord himself told me and, you right. know, so it's like as soon as you throw in, well, Morgan was talking directly to the Lord and he saith, then how is it actually not right. cause spiritual anxiety to someone that might see it differently or have heard differently in their own prayer life? It becomes prophecy at that point. Exactly. It really does. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's. What Which, I let's be honest, I'm sure I'm guilty of, too. <laughs> what are you guilty of? Um, you know, speaking prophecy because it's things that I believe uh, were told to me as well. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. You're right. You're right. Okay. I promised I wouldn't go down any paths where I see, like, I promised myself. <laughs> it wasn't like you asked me to or anything, but I promise I wouldn't go any paths where I'm like, oh, let's debate that right now because we have, we are doing a thing and our thing is a mutual rebuking from the perspective <laughs> atheism and, and Christianity are coming together. To, <laughs> part of me loves this too, because 
they can't really go with the narrative they have a little bit in the past of like, oh, look at this atheist bully who says that they respect us, uh, me as people, or us as people, but really they don't. I, I really think they think such and such. And anyway, they can't really pull that card this time because now it's like, you can't say that it's, it's, Is that it's what just they say, my atheism. That you, yeah, they that have said, okay. They had said on a video I did where I was like, look, if you make the choice yourself to be a mother and a homemaker, and that's fine with your par your par your significant other, that is 100% and completely fine. But right now, a lot of people aren't wanting to make that decision. Their desires to go out and do something else shouldn't be they shouldn't be looked at poorly for that. Uh, and then there are also a number of people who have made that decision because they've been told from birth, basically, that that is the height of existence for them, that they couldn't do any better. And I come from a church that pretty blatantly said those kinds of things to women. Like, there is no, yeah. there is no career that will be better for you or more fulfilling than being a, a mother and a homemaker and, and keeping your children and husband happy. Uh, and so basically I come out with the, like, if you want to, if that's your path and that's what you want to do and you have the luxury of doing so and it's okay with your partner, great. And then Morgan comes on and she's like, yeah, I know he said that, but I don't really think he means it. I think he actually does think that mothers and homemakers aren't as good as like career women. And so basically just saying like, and I've mm -hmm. never done that. I've, I've never gone and been like, yeah, they say they blah, blah, blah. But they are basically putting words and thoughts and motivations in my mouth that aren't there because I did mean what I said. But then there was, yeah, there's just more. Yeah, you, if anything, you are very... Uh cautious about always representing as much nuance as possible and as many yeah. different experiences as possible. Yeah, Which is another I, thing that I think uh, too many of these Christian channels don't adhere to. Like the video we're about to watch mm -hmm. also really upsets me because here we have four white kids sitting down in a nice looking home discussing, you know, birth control and whether or not we should be trusting God with our bodies and our fertility I don't want to presume too much, but I'm pretty sure you guys aren't in grave poverty. I'm pretty right. sure you haven't, you know, grown up in a violent community. You know, I just like I would love to see more nuance addressed, more dif like different people's experience right. addressed right. when they talk about these topics, because you can speak from your point of view and your financial status. But exactly, that's about yeah. it. Yeah, here we are, four people with an incredible level of privilege, and this worked for us, so of course it could work for anyone. The, this it's whole a video, we'll just get started too, because I feel like we're just teasing it the whole time, but this whole video is literally just like, you could, it could also be called like, let us talk about how little adversity we've ever had in our life. Because it's, yeah. it really is. And, and I can and, make that video too, you know, like, but I would like to say that, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing up from this guy all the way on the end above you on the, on the video here, because he kind of just looks like if I shaved, right? That's actually me. This whole <laughs> thing is a, that's me. Know. And that's like Brenda it. sitting next to me. That's, uh, that's the whole thing. All right. Should we get started? <laughs> Let's do this. 
I, I fast forward ahead of the introductions, but now I'm realizing I probably shouldn't have because we need to know who these two are. So let's go to like here. Oh, I still have it on double speed. I should, uh, I definitely don't watch any of these channels on, on normal speed. So today's video, we are revisiting birth control. We are here with Savannah and Brayden. We feel it's appropriate that they be in this video with us. Why, guys? By the way, you're echoing again. I'm doing my art. I'm just turning on my volume. Okay. We just got to get you some headphones. Go to kickstarter.com oh, slash Brenda right needs now? headphones. Yeah, you really should. Yeah, we're going to. Okay, I'll be right back. We'll handle that. Uh, Entertain people. I'm going to introduce them to these four real quick. We are oh, with baby. child. <laughs> Morgan, why did you pick Savannah and Brayden to be in this? Okay, I don't want to like nitpick everything, but part of me, I have this, I have this issue with people using the word baby and fetus interchangeably. Now, I, I do kind of get when a person has decided they're going to see it to term. I guess in that case, it isn't, and so they're not technically like it's not the worst thing in the world here. But I don't know, they're clearly barely pregnant, and when that language of calling that a baby. I think has led to a lot of people's misunderstanding. Wow, why is there so much white noise now? Say something. Hi, I'm Brenda. Okay, that's better. Your the noise cancellation of your headphones because you hadn't said anything at first went like ham and just let us hear all of the air. But anyway, I'm that sorry. Was, that was a, I was just nitpicking the difference between a fetus, an embryo, and a baby. But oh yeah. Yeah, that's kind of my hill to die on. <laughs> this video. Well, we've kind of been on similar journeys um, with just the whole birth control. Savannah and I were both on birth control and then decided to get off of it, maybe for different reasons, a little bit. We kind of just then gave it up to God to be our birth controller. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> After you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> After you. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I mean, okay, the first thing I... No, okay, I don't know. It's just, it's a lot. I don't know. <laughs> I I don't see the difference. I don't understand how you couldn't liken this to um, I'm going to drive in a car and not wear a seatbelt because yeah. I trust God to be my seatbelt. Like, there are certain provisions in the world that protect you from things happening that you're either not ready for or that will be detrimental to your life. And those are tools we don't have to abstain from just because it, you know, implies you're not trusting God. Yeah, it's it's kind of an absurd idea in general. Like, having a child is absolutely one of the biggest life-changing experiences if you're going to keep the child with you, I guess, uh, uh, that an individual can go through. Like it changes. I don't know an individual who's a parent who doesn't talk about the total change in direction in a person's life. And so this concept of like, first of all, <laughs> too many people have trusted God with their birth control. And that's why there is a huge number of children who are, let's not let's not forget just about the number of children waiting to be adopted, but just yeah. generally the number of children that 
uh, don't aren't in very good home situations or ideal home situations because their parents just straight up weren't ready for them, weren't ready to to have them. Now, I'm not saying that obviously there are lots of single parents that make it work and that that uh, uh, put in a shit ton of work to make sure their kids don't want for much. It's so OK. So this is going to sound like so douchey, but I your regular microphone and speaker was better. <laughs> These go, these go into okay. white that I tried to put a noise gate on to like fix them and stuff, but it didn't better? fix them. Yeah. I'd rather have the occasional little bit of vet feedback, honestly. Um, okay. But then, but it's not just a matter of like whether or not it's going to be, uh, they're going to be a single, there are lots of amazing, amazing single parents, but the fucking number of, sorry, I'm a, I'm a big swearer. I should be more polite when I have guests on the number of people who have their children just way, way too young because not only are there some who are trusting God for their birth control, but in general just have a shit sexual education in the first place, which you might get if you get get your sexual education. Yeah, if you have your sex ed from the Paul and Morgan show, it's not going to be very good. This is this is one of the most massive problems ever. I am very open about being pro-choice and a Christian. And the reason is because every single statistic you find, abortion is diminished, decreased by like when it's under pro-choice policy. And that is because pro-choice people advocate for education, resource yeah. and access to birth control. And the crazy thing is to me, if you are going to be pro-life, which drives me insane, just like the wording of it, because right. pro-life actually kills more babies, pro-choice actually saves more lives. Yeah. But that aside, it drives me insane because how can you claim to be pro-life and just like stamp in that ballot and walk out all proud of yourself and call yourself a Christian and make people feel less than for voting the opposite while simultaneously not getting on the asses of people that are governing and making sure that they are also simultaneously educating children because even 80% of unmarried Christians are having premarital sex. You think they're bringing a condom, AKA premeditating sin No, they're not. They're not having protected sex. They're getting STDs. And it's all because we're doing this under the guise of just pray and just like maintain ignorance in your children and bad things won't happen. That's not true. And as far as God being your birth control, biology is real. It's just real. It's like if you go out into the sun and you get sunburnt because you weren't wearing SPF, it's like There are certain things that happen because of choices that we make or situations we get ourselves into. God's not going to protect you from bad things happening. This almost brings up the argument of why do bad things happen to good people? It's like getting pregnant could actually be really bad for someone if they're in an abusive relationship, if they're in a state of poverty. So they have to take these things into account. I can think of... Let me make sure I have them in line. I can think of four perfect examples that I think prove unequivocally that God does not. Basically, the implication here is that trust God with your birth control. Only the kids that should be born will be born. 
And the, yeah. my four my four counterpoints to that are Eric, Donald, Melania, <laughs> not Melania. What's her name? <laughs> Tiffany and um, what's the other daughter's Ivanka. name? Ivanka. Ivana. Yeah. Ivanka. Yeah. Ivanka. That God is not. If God had this level of like. <laughs> I I care about this. I'm going to control population. I'm going to tell you when there should be kids and when there shouldn't. There are just a number of people. Like, let's go with Hitler then, because most of those four children aren't as bad as Hitler. Uh, I said it like that on purpose to fuck with people. But anyway, um, <laughs> most, uh, uh, clearly, this is something... That if there is an interventionary God, which obviously you and I disagree on whether that is the case or not, but clearly if there is, this isn't something he intervenes on because there are too many children that are being born all the time. And I'm not going to, I have, I don't like to lament about children being born who shouldn't have been, but it's more about the future. Let's not have more of that in the future. I, by the way, am a child who shouldn't have been born. It would have been way more responsible for my parents to have aborted me uh, for many, many reasons. But I am here and I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to seek an abortion in what is now my 93rd trimester uh, uh, for, <laughs> for myself. Um, Thanks for the, doing, you did the math on that. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I guess it's actually, it's well, probably more like 31. Well, now that you've brought up the abortion issue as well, 91. it is, um, the timing of this video is so irresponsible and infuriating to me as well, because suddenly the state of Georgia is putting down some of the most toxic, horrible, yep. counterproductive abortion laws that are right. in existence in our country. They're absolutely horrifying. And then you have these seemingly innocent looking kids in a state of privilege being like, just trust God. <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah. yo, like, can we, could you have maybe abstained from this topic until you at least peeked into that issue a little bit, you know, like, right. by the way, <sighs> please. Like some, you kind of mentioned it before, but I also want to sort of reiterate, like I am pro-choice because I want there to be as few abortions happening as possible. I And this is also, where you and I are always on like the same page yeah. of like social consciousness and making people better make better choices, etc. Like yeah. I feel you exactly the same. We want to save babies. Yeah. Uh, there are some, there are some people fighting back against me saying I should have been aborted. I definitely should have. You don't know what my I have 12 siblings, people. Uh, the carbon, the carbon footprint of just my parents alone is incredibly irresponsible. Um, I mean, I do have a friend that was adopted and, um, yeah. and she openly told me once, you know, she was like, you know, if I had never been born, I wouldn't have known what it was like to have been born. Yeah, exactly. But essentially she was like, my parents should have not had me like yeah. I did not like the life that I had I suffered a lot of pain she suffered sexual and physical abuse and it's like right you know she, so she's an advocate for choice for that reason she's yeah. an example of the opposite you want to reduce abortions more than anything free and easy access to birth control now let's get back to this video advocating for no birth control at all from these people who supposedly want to see abortion eradicated
She literally right. wrote an abortion song, which I keep considering writing a parody to. <laughs> Let's move forward to And now we're... You guys tell us a little bit about your all's journey to where you are now. How'd you get... Can I make a petty point here? And it's not... I don't mean it as petty, actually. I want to share... Paul and Morgan watch this stuff after it goes up because they always react to it. Uh, and, and I just want to... Morgan, I... I spoke the way you speak and for the for presentation sake you have to over enunciate and put spaces between your words and I think the reason why it drives me crazy when you do it it's because all of my siblings do it and I I put great effort into not talking like this you have to put actual spaces between your words so even if it's only on YouTube please please move your mouth and tongue more deliberately it drives me up the wall. It's just a pet peeve of mine. I'm fine with it, Morgan. Carry on. <laughs> no, it is a it is something you can fix. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna replay it now. A little bit about your all's journey to where you are now. <laughs> How'd you get there? Well, that was one word. If you wrote it out, you don't have to tell me. Well, <laughs> <Wow. laughs> just like any other. <laughs> we got married when I was really young. I was 18. Brayden was 20, and I was on. I do love her laugh, her like hearty. <laughs> there are things weird. I like about both of them. I like when they made the video about how one of the biggest Christ turns off for them as Christian men was farts that she just came in the or saying the word fart. She just burst oh. in the room and kept yelling it. Fart, 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 fart. I loved that. No, I loved that. She just pointed yeah. out the absurdity of it. It was wonderful. <laughs> but then but then tried to double back and was like, but anyway, he did express this to me. So I tried to say fart less. No. Breaking <laughs> all the time because I was terrified of getting pregnant, to be honest. I don't know. Just like Fair. I didn't see anything wrong with it or anything. Something happened. At 18, you should you should if you aren't ready. And I don't know that I think many 18-year-olds are. You should be terrified of giving birth. I feel like everyone should be terrified of giving birth just right now in general. Like, you're going to add another human to this. And by the way, I do see, too, I apparently forgot Baron Trump. Uh, I was listening to the four mistakes. I kind of like Baron because of all the memes of him standing next to his father while he's talking. But there's a thought bubble and he's always thinking of Minecraft. Yeah, as like King Joffrey, baby King Joffrey. <laughs> we'll see what he grows up to be like. Wouldn't it just be amazing if he grew up to be the counter to his father? That'd just be amazing. Rebuke him. Happened where like with my insurance and I kind of just like ran out accidentally. And so then I was off of it for a minute and we were like, okay, like. <laughs> I, I noticed that Savannah was a lot. Wait, let's talk about insurance yeah. for a second. Yeah. Um, it costs between $6,000 and $25,000 to have a child if you don't have good insurance. That's with yeah. like low level insurance. What right. it costs without insurance, I don't even know. And in general, they're already alluding to there. We're going to give you, uh, we're going to give you advice on whether or not you should be on birth control. I have insurance. Well, great for you. A lot of people don't, and a lot of people definitely don't have adequate insurance. So again, they are starting from the, we're gonna share with you our experience in the hope that it changes what you do, but keep in mind, we are not going to remotely go at this from a, a perspective of hitting all audiences where they are because we are going it to be speaking from a unique place of privilege.
Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Like happier. Mm-hmm. I had been on birth control for a while before, uh, just for like hormonal reasons. So I didn't really notice it, like when I was on it that something was wrong. But yeah, when I was off of it, I was like, wow, I'm like a lot happier. Based off. It would have been extremely responsible here also if if being responsible was what their goal was to include the that, that that is not the experience of many people on birth control now don't there are plenty of people who have to try different things because they have different levels of reactions to it and there are different levels of hormone intervention there are also people who have a great medical need to be on birth control because it eases symptoms of things like endometriosis where mm-hmm. these individuals are are they're just sharing like and by the way i was wor- i was in a worse state because i was on birth control again you're on YouTube, you have a platform you're trying to share. I understand that if we're just sitting in a coffee shop and you share that story with me, it you don't necessarily have to specify like, by the way, that might not apply to everyone. You're here giving advice to a mass of people and doing so irresponsibly. No, I don't believe they ever mention health issues. And yes, endometriosis is huge, uh, heavy bleeding, cramping that is debilitating. You can't even function. And as a side note, I have tried multiple birth controls. Um, When I was married, I was really into experimenting with birth control. And I did have a really adverse reaction. It made me very emotional. I was not... I did not enjoy the experience and I was on it for about five years and when I got off I realized how much it had been messing with my mind and my hormones so I always do try to steer women away from it but another like just on from that all basis birth control they don't or have specific. to use it from all what? birth control or for, from a specific birth control you steer them away from I tried any I tried the ring orthotricycline I don't remember all the names I was experimenting I let me rephrase I don't try to steer women away from birth control I just try to make them not very casually take any medication without really understanding the effects that it could have on them as I would say for anything you're putting in your body honor that body but um but the other thing they never even mentioned in this video is um what's it called um natural family planning where you take your temperature where you track your ovulation they don't even bring that up as a possibility and that is a really like effective you know completely natural way to actually track and make and all you do is not have sex on those days right so in general to what you were talking about uh, as far as people on birth control go to, as you kind of specified, like not pointing, just making sure they understand what's going on. The variety has also been increasing over the years, too. Like a a non-hormonal version of an IUD is pretty new. And I know that's helped a lot of people who had hormone versions. And then for some people, the slow release implant works well. There's a huge variety of them. Uh, I know that the main pill, I think even more often than the one that's um, both estrogen and uh, it starts with a P in it, uh, uh, but the two hormones in it, that that is used as often. Yeah, uh, that is used as often, if not more often, literally for just the sake of regulating than just pregnancy prevention because they're a lot of people prefer then there's uh, uh different ones that can put it off and make it so that uh, i i dated an individual who would have like really really 
terrible periods. And so uh, she started taking one that made it only happen like three or four times a year. Um, so there's there's lots of reasons besides just uh, just preventing pregnancy. And if that is your only yeah. goal, I think that's something that you talk about with your doctor. Like I do want something to prevent pregnancy, but uh, I don't. I don't want to. I would like as little side effects or, or or hormone interaction as possible, and that's something they'll go over possibilities with and and test out with the person. Yeah, this has also been a topic I've been pretty passionate about for a while. If you can't tell, all right. <laughs> what we saw in Savannah, her body felt like. Oh wait, I shouldn't say her body. <laughs> <laughs> Again, just sharing the one, it, this isn't the responsible way to present. Somebody just uh, super chatted yeah. and we'll read it again at the end, but it was something I noticed earlier too. Um, Paul is wearing a button down with no tie and the top button buttoned, which I hate. Oh, <laughs> experiencing a lot of like health problems while you were on it too from a christian mm -hmm. standpoint we are to treat our bodies as temples and so l realizing there was a direct effect with the way that her actual body like was responding to this i the whole time was like i don't i i don't want you to have blood clots when you're 40 because we wanted to have sex unprotected like that i i agree with all of that i like <laughs> You know, but that's my my personal experience that I had. My body had a very adverse reaction to every birth control I tried. I don't agree with his, and maybe this is the difference between you and I. The this is the religious presentation, though, that having birth control is defiling this temple that your body is, and that's how that's how he started the whole thing out. I don't know. I think he's. I would say he's talking about their experience. Like he saw it causing her body harm in this specific instance. And he I, recognized he would be selfish to make her stay on that and continue harming her body. I actually I like. disagree with I you because that. the things he then cited were the things that aren't things that he, that did happen. It's things that might be at a heightened risk. So for example, uh, a heightened risk of Fair. blood cuts later on in life. He was saying your body is a temple and I don't want you, it, you're not, you're supposed to keep it whatever wording and then list it off like, and so I don't want you to have blood clots at 40 as though, as though the uh, physical effects of birth control are a more long-term detrimental, of lo more long-term detrimental effect as pregnancy. That most, <laughs> yeah, that's, that most that traditional true. of parasitic relationships. <laughs> It just seemed like such a selfish thing on my part. So six months into our marriage, I came to Paul and I was like, hey, I want to get off the pill. And he was like, okay, well, that's fine. But like, let's use other contraception. I was like, yeah, that sounds good. And then. And that does sound good. That sounds like the that right sounds answer. Good. That sounds good. <laughs> and probably like a week after, like I got off the pill and we were still using contraception though. Um, I just was convicted. I was praying to him, just saying like, God, like I'm giving you everything in my life. Like, just take it all. I trust you and I want you to be in control of everything. And I Bet you she wears seatbelts. I'm just saying. 
bet you she doesn't actually trust God with everything. I bet you they actually do do things for themselves and they take precautions and there is some independence uh, there. Yeah. Also, I do. Th- well, I wonder this- if. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say this is a perfect example of spiritual anxiety and confirmation bias. Yeah. Um, for me, I have a huge problem with her saying, hey, this is just me. This is just my point of view. However, the divine being of the entire universe spoke to me and told yeah. me it is much more godly to trust him with this. And you, my audience of YouTubers, is being less godly is the implication if you are also not trusting God in the exact same way he spoke to me. That does not leave wiggle room for people to make independent decisions. And as far as confirmation bias goes, I would be very surprised to hear that she never heard from the pulpit at her church something about contraception, something making her question that an external human being implying right. there was something wrong with that. I don't know that she would have ever come to that conclusion without having, you know, and I would be interested to ask her that, like, did someone tell you that or did it really just divinely come to you from nowhere? They, I mean, it's also a lot of these arguments they're using, they use all across the board. And so uh, I see, I see, uber religious people use this talking about modesty and they'll use phrases like look it's not that you're a bad person if you dress immodestly but if you're a good person you will dress modestly the three mormons had something like that they were like uh uh you dressing badly it was something like you dressing badly doesn't reflect that you don't have a testimony of jesus but if you have a full testimony of jesus that'll be reflected in what you wear basically they're just being like we're not saying you look like a whore you fucking whore it's like (laughs) just a way to redirect those feelings and the way people feel filthy about themselves uh and let me clarify too like i do believe that you can get as a Christian, I do believe you can get personal conviction for different things. Like, for example, if you are an alcoholic, it's kind of akin to me, like, let's say for some reason, this is something she's supposed to trust God with in her own personal life. But her presenting that as like the end all be all or the most spiritual way to be isn't fair, because it would be like, if a alcoholic went into a bar, felt like he shouldn't be there and came outside and was like, Brenda, you can't go in that bar. And it's like, I don't have a problem with drinking. I don't have that same sense for myself. Like, in other words, I do think you can get personal messages to calibrate your life in a way that does make you feel more aligned with God and the Holy Spirit. But again, it's dangerous to not recognize that when you tell people God thou said that you are running the danger of people not being able to make the choice and not be able to recognize the shame you're potentially putting on them versus like the spiritual manipulation that could be there. See, I think it's a phenomenon of religion though that you have no way to know what, what which thing is happening. Basically like in their situation, she thinks she's getting a personal message from God whether or not she is getting a personal message from God is almost certainly if she is, it's it's a coincidence. If if she isn't, it's because she 
I don't trust anyone to actually identify about birth control or sexuality that they got a message from God with what has clearly been an unhealthy approach and education in those things up to that point. And so it's usually just like, That's oh, fair. God is validating what like I suspected already, which has been just been the history of religion. It's God confirming well, it's to thing. a bunch of penises what their penis thought. Uh, speaking of penises, I spend <laughs> so much of my time arguing with men about whether or not masturbation is a sin. I want yeah. it's not in the Bible. I 100% don't believe it's a sin. As a matter of fact, it has so many health benefits. It's ridiculous. But aside from that, it's like, wait, I just lost my train of thought. Shoot. Um, oh, people it started say with speaking I with knew speaking I shouldn't have penises. masturbated because I felt shame afterwards. I felt, or they don't say right. shame. They said, because I felt the conviction of the Holy Spirit after I masturbated. And I'm like, no, you heard the reverberation of your pastor telling you it was a sin, which is right. shame. That's not conviction. And how are you supposed to tell the difference? It's a good question. Now tell us the app. No, I'm kidding. Let's just keep going with Paul and Morgan. <laughs> on, on one of the days where we're doing a debate video, we'll go that direction. <laughs> I just heard him, you know, felt it in my spirit, him saying, you don't trust me with everything in your life because you're still using contraception. And he pointed out a, a few other small things in my life that I wasn't giving up to him completely. Wow. And I was like, well, <laughs> just it's so wrong and stupid and it it's also this is the kind of mindset that just annoys me in general uh, because it often also leads to people not being thankful toward humans they should be thankful for like they obviously have a home they obviously are not doing economically terrible compared to especially most of the world uh they're switching to youtube full-time which uh I'm not trying to like project anything, but I can tell you from the number of views they get, they're not getting enough views to live off of. So there's something else. There's other money coming in. Like, again, we're talking about this level of privilege and they're going, it's this kind of mindset that just goes like, this has really been great of God to give me all this. Totally ignoring anybody who is an educator in their life. Totally ignoring what almost certainly is a parental assistance or or at least the setup from parents uh, for some level of success in life. These are the kind of people too that like when they get sick and they need surgery or something and the surgery is successful, they thank God instead of the doctor. And that kind of stuff just drives me up the fucking wall too. It's, it's teaching yourself not only to see God in everything, but not to see humans in anything. Well, I see the divinity in humans. I know you do. <laughs> but I hope you thank so your think doctor. both, in other words. <laughs> I would... I'm glad you thank them too. For me, it's if somebody tells me they thank God for my existence in their life, I'm just kind of like, well, I put a lot oh, of effort into that skill. But I do. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a live chat that just came in. What if Mr. Atheist and God is, and God is Gray fell in love? You assume we haven't. Like, oh, okay, that's true. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, God, like. I think that's a very real conversation to have with God. And I believe that God spoke that to you. Yeah. And then he did some work in my heart. 
I mean, what would you say to somebody? Because of course you're going to have people that hear that and well, they're going to say, that's not the case for me. Like I'm still living surrendered to the Lord and I feel totally at peace with contraception. I mean, I'm just. Okay. Also, you need to put smash cuts only where there are commas or periods, which isn't something I've always been great at, but. I just wanted to, a little bit of tip. I actually, I've given them advice before too. Cause like they do these video reviews where they just hold up their phone and it was like me playing on their phone. And I was like, Hey, just so you know, the way I do video reviews and I told them the <laughs> software and the ways they could do it for free. So I am a generous soul with my production things. Uh, smash cuts. If, if, if you interrupt the middle of a sentence and it's not where a natural pause occurs, uh, you just need to retake the whole sentence. Mm. Just, just putting it out there. Just saying that's what some people too. are going to yeah. say. I'm not saying I necessarily agree. I've personally had conversations with close friends of mine who are on break. I think I accidentally started the whole, no, we're not dating for the record. We are, we have, we have tremendous <laughs> affection and love for one another, but no, that's not, I, it was just a joke. The you assume we haven't was just a joke. Birth control and I do challenge them. I ask them because I know that they. So this is this is setting up. He's more clearly asking, kind of like you were talking about earlier. Like, what about the people who say they spoke to God and God uh, uh, is seems to be cool with it? With contraception. I mean, I'm just saying that's what some people are going to yeah, say. I'm not saying I necessarily agree. I've personally had conversations with close friends of mine who are on birth control and. I do challenge them. I ask them because I know that they have strong walks with the Lord. I see the fruit <laughs> in their life, but I also, you know, challenge them. Like, you know, I would really encourage you to take this to the Lord because, you know, what are your reasons for being on it? And to me, it just sounds like the answer I got from God was good because it came to me. But if you're not getting the answers I got, you clearly haven't really taken it there, which is. I've gotten so many times of people accusing me how I never really believed in God and they go with these foul this is called the no true Scotsman fallacy like you you didn't really do it like I did and that's why I'm confident in it because of my knowledge of my uh, uh, relationship with God and how sure I am that these answers are coming straight from God and yeah well, I, also, I love I the mean, arrogance of this she's talking about her having conversations with friends and challenging them yeah. just fine i agree that you should be challenging your friends however i wonder what exceptions she would make what if she was in an inner inner city you know situation with a mother of five living in right. poverty whose husband is abusing her can you make an exception for her if she right. you know if morgan is like what are your reasons, ma'am? And she's like, oh, I don't know. I'm already in poverty. I already have too many children and I don't trust my husband to not abuse my body. Like, then can we do it? Then even, can God speak something different to you? Even with just lighter things than that. Like, hey, you've had this sure. number of kids. This was this level of complication already. You could die if you try to have another child. But there's yeah. something that, and at that point, it's like, well, if that's the case, you know, it's either a hysterectomy or nothing, but for some people they wouldn't, they don't want to go full hysterectomy. They don't want to have the early onset of menopause or a hormonal uh, uh, intervention to prevent that from happening, which by the way, is by no means less severe than just being on birth control. 
birth control is a simpler solution for a lot of people for a even in this world with a God that you seem to think controls who has kids. And let me tell you one thing here, Morgan, if your God did, uh, I wouldn't need to get the vasectomy that I'm going to be getting here soon, actually. Uh, uh, I, I, having been tested now, I always, I always kind of had this hope in the back of my mind because there was like a lot of close calls it, when I was younger and more irresponsible that like maybe maybe I didn't even need a vasectomy. Uh, but it turns out my um, my fertility is similar to my libido. It is hyper. <laughs> Apparently it's oh, a miracle. Wow. It's a miracle they didn't shoot through the friggin condoms. Uh, uh, not written, not literally that, but uh, uh, I it, it's the whole thing. It's this arbitrary set of like this worked for us. And can't you see from us in our lives that our way of life could work for everybody? You know, most of the time, the reasons are, oh, well, I want to finish school. I really like my job. I don't want to quit it yet. I won't be able to keep it if I get have a baby or like just all these reasons. And I'm like, don't you think that God knows your desires, the true deepest desires of your heart? He wants no one ever has an unwanted and inconvenient pregnancy. God knows that what the problems in your life are and what your true desires are. So none of that's going to matter. Babies have never ruined anybody's life. Cue half of people, maybe, maybe more than that, whose lives they've ruined. Let me clarify, too, actually. This makes me think. If she was talking right now about the reason to not have an abortion after getting pregnant, I would be listening with opener ears. <laughs> I would be like, because I'm more on that side. I am pro-choice, but at the end of the day, because I do believe in divinity and I do believe that, that something that like, seemingly looks bad could turn into something really beautiful and you should be willing to like, accept what comes at you in certain situations, I would hear her out. But she is talking about you need to be willing, even though you want a career, women, which, by the way, yes, can be 100% derailed by a baby. Like most people can't live with an, a one-income household. You would have to, like, either live in poverty in your one income, stay home with your baby, lose your career. Like, I don't, she's, again, not realizing the nuance of what, women have to go through to bring a baby into the world all that has to be sacrificed when you yep. make that choice or when this happens to you so it's like do not simultaneously tell your impressionable audience don't protect yourself from this biological real possibility in any way shape or form i'm not even going to tell you what natural family planning is which is again completely natural but i'm also going to like guilt you and tell you that you're not trusting God. So it's like, oh, that drives me insane. Yeah. Well, the other thing that happened here too was that there's the heavy implication that they had these selfish reasons that were preventing those uh, that choice to be made to get off birth control. And, cause, and God knows all of those things. And this is something that comes up a ton in this kind of reasoning as well. Like, don't be selfish. Start having kids. Meanwhile, for a lot of these people, when kids are in their plan, the whole reason that they want to finish school, they want to 
keep their career path going is that by the time they have children, they want to set those children up for success and set up themselves to be successful parents. Waiting mm -hmm. oftentimes, even by a year or two from when a person initially decides they're ready to have a kid is often super duper beneficial because it gives you a mm -hmm. full perspective and picture of life and it make and it helps you be prepared. Whereas right now, like they're about to talk about like how fucking scary it, it, it became. And she, I guess it's, I, 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 let me not spoil it. Let me not. God damn it, Jimmy, with the spoilers. She to align your heart with his heart so that you are truly. Okay, I'm tired of this part. In school and piece of fear that plays in. Telling the Lord I want to live my life. And when Morgan right, came to me and said, Paul, I was praying. I, I was telling the Lord I want to live my life completely surrendered to him and giving all to him. But I don't feel like I'm doing that with being on birth control. I, I want to get off of it. My first response, and it's weird looking back, it's so interesting. My initial response was fear. Like, uh, so you're telling me we're about to get off birth control, which probably means we're going to get pregnant right away. Uh, am I ready to be a dad? Are you ready to be a mom? Fear was the right response. And he said it's weird looking back. And the reason why he feels that way is they've been lucky in that they weren't ready to have a kid and they haven't. Yeah. For two yeah. years, she hasn't gotten pregnant. That yeah. is not the experience of everybody. I wouldn't even say that's the experience of most people. If you have unprotected sex with no level of tracking where a person is in their ovulatory cycle or whatever else you don't not everyone is that lucky plus they're not they never once said the word the term pullouts they never once said ovulation if you're gonna talk to an audience sorry i'm getting so heated but it's just yeah. like i know no, they're talking heated. to a community of people that lack sex education because of yeah. the states and cities that they're in. So you on your YouTube platform, I beg you to have more social responsibility than this. Please be more prayerful, if you will, about these topics. Because if you're combining zero sex education with your audience, not mentioning ovulation, pull out other, like just the way to actually not get pregnant when you are having sex and simultaneously telling them to not wear condoms, Dude, stop. I So I won't give the advice to be more prayerful. I'd say be more practical and go from this from a, a perspective, even if you believe in God, just pretend God doesn't interfere with whether or not people have babies as you consider this. The reason why I think they're not mentioning pullout or ovulation is I think they are not relying on either of those things. And because that hasn't really? resulted in immediate... Yeah, she kind of mentions here in a moment. Uh, uh, I think they're, they're just full-on bone in the way one bones like they're going to have a kid and that there were other reasons it's been two years. And she kind of mentions it here in a moment, I think. And, uh, you know, I think that is pretty common reaction. Yeah. And I really had to and the right check one. myself. And I, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm scared. I had to take it before the Lord. I've talked to, uh, you know, a few people. I, I realized in my reaction, you know, this, this fear, it, it wasn't, it wasn't a healthy God given fear. It was more of just like Morgan said, it just wasn't trusting the Lord. Yeah. 
Uh, real quick, I want to address something too. Pull out shouldn't be taught in sex ed because it's not a valid method. So it definitely, uh, it's definitely worth addressing that the pull out method has resulted in people being pregnant. Part of that is an, ig an ignorance in practice. Uh, so for example, if you are relying, now this is not me saying like, hey everyone, here's a valid way to go and do, if you are relying on birth control, I suggest you keep relying on that. Uh, the things people don't know about pull out. Uh, first of all, pre-ejaculate does not contain semen as long as the individual has urinated since they've last ejaculated. So if somebody masturbates, doesn't pee, and then they have sex, uh, your pre-ejaculate absolutely can contain semen. Also, there yeah. may be the possibility that if you like hold it in too long, as some of us enjoy doing, to uh, basically where you, uh, it, I think it's called edging, where you keep like almost kind of having an orgasm, but then don't, that that potentially has the ability to transfer what is now less pre-ejaculate and more like micro-ejaculation. So, uh, yeah. uh, but technically the pull-out method does work better than not doing anything at all. Yeah, for sure. no, thank you for clarifying. I just... I think not even mentioning that as a possibility is such an oversight. Yeah, especially if that is what they are doing. If if Paul is pulling out every time, then it absolutely could be the case yeah. that that's why she hasn't gotten pregnant. However, like I said, she's. I mean, about you to have to realize kids are receiving abstinence-only education. Right. If you're getting abstinence-only education, some kids don't even know that ejaculate is how people get pregnant like that's yep. the level of ignorance you can be dealing with on your platform and you need to address that yeah and to the person who asked why my lighting is changing i have my camera set to aperture priority during live shows because i do it's just what <laughs> I, I feel like doing because i move in and out so like it gets darker and then it brightens up my face i don't know but every now and then especially when i come in my forehead just looks totally lit up until it evens out and you don't want to make decisions led by fear. Yeah, that's and that's exactly it. Examine your Every day we make decisions led by fear, and some of that is just the rational thing to do. Just well, also, I would argue that the fear could just as equally be your fear of not pleasing God and therefore right. not using birth control. <laughs> I mean, I don't want mosquito bites and i fear the diseases mosquitoes i don't want lyme disease and that's why i sometimes use repellent there's the the what you are describing as making decisions by fear may be an actual rational part of your brain trying to be like you do know the million reasons why you shouldn't have children right and i'm not even talking about how wrong you are about everything and how your kid will probably also be super wrong i'm actually just talking about whether or not you're ready for it but their kid is going to be super wrong it's gonna have gray or hair that's true your your reasons yeah. and if they're if your reasons aren't the big ones which in my case was fear, in many cases is selfishness. If you have another reason, like a legitimate reason, I would say yeah. there is potential that you could have a good reason, but I would say the potential for those reasons is more rare. Paul and I, when we- That's the I, opposite. <laughs> reason, but I would say, I would say yeah. there is potential that you could have a good reason, but I would say the potential for those reasons is more rare. Paul and Yeah, holy shit. This is just the, the 
I, I, I feel like I ruined this by addressing so many points in the video at the very beginning, but this is literally just speaking from privilege. The I feel like, yeah, well, first of all, Paul, how you feel about what women should do with their body matters literally not the fuck at all to me. But second of all, you are totally uneducated on all the many reasons why people use birth control and people wait to have children. And there is way, there are way too many people who are dependent on, on uh, government benefits, which I'm pro-welfare, so I'm pro-helping uh, uh, out, but we create how many people need to be on that because there is this general encouragement of starting families before you're ready or general ignorance to sexual education, which also leads to starting families before you're ready. These more like Mormon attitudes of every Mormon boy needs to come back from their mission at 21 and marry the first 18 or 19 year old girl they see and just get to start making babies. There are tons and tons of reasons both to not want to have kids right away and separate from that need birth control. And this motherfucker. By the way, we haven't even addressed that we are talking from our being an Americans. We're talking yeah. about a very small, you know, part of the world that they are addressing, that we are addressing right now. I would encourage Paul and Morgan and their friends to watch this conversation between Oprah and Melinda Gates. The Melinda and Bill Gates Foundation has been traveling all over the world promoting education. And one of the main problems Melinda noticed is a lack of contraception in, in these impoverished countries. And these women are begging for contraception, not because yeah. they're not devoted to God, not because they're not trusting God with resources, it's because they're overrun by AIDS in certain situations. And people like Christians that went over there as missionaries have talked people out of condom use and spread AIDS even further. It's yeah. like this conversation goes so much deeper and bigger than even what we're talking about here. Thank you, Mr. Pope and your Pope hat. That was a big, a big part of the, all the initiatives the Catholic Church did in Africa, especially in the 90s and early 2000s, included them going and offering support and discouraging condom use. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. And uh, Peter Rasmussen, I think, was the last pope. And his whole thing about condoms are worse than AIDS. Dope. <laughs> dope. Dope, Peter. Thanks, Pete. When we finally, you know, it was like a week after I came to him, he decided he came back to me and was like, Okay, I think you're right. Let's get off of contraception of any Wait, kind. can I say one more yeah. thing? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Also, the thing that they're not mentioning is that this puts all of the anxiety and pressure on men. Like, it sucks being a woman having to babysit and take care of your birth control methods all the time. Right. But in this case, you're relying fully on the man to pull out on time to, you know, respect your body to make sure that no accidents are happening if you are at all trying to prevent a pregnancy. See, I don't, so I, I don't think they're call. actually trying to prevent pregnancy at all. I think they're literally saying just go bone 
be ejaculated inside and if and, and that'll take if God thinks it's okay. I don't think they're they're advocating at all for for any kind of of trying to control that situation I guess you're right. remotely. That, this is not being implied at all. Yeah. That, that, it's literally been wild. get off birth control and Jesus take my uterus wheel. It's wow. it's yeah, I don't so on the one hand, they aren't trying to put I mean, right now society already has an incredible imbalance in relying on women and people with uteruses to to handle birth control. Um, in general, that is already a double standard. It's actually why I'm getting a vasectomy because I know I don't ever want to have children. So to rely uh, on my partners who are who have the ability to get pregnant to rely on them to prevent that alone, I think is like a huge douchey double standard. So I am, uh, I am getting the old snip snip, but yeah, unfortunately that's, that's something that like, I remember when all of these, uh, all of these articles came out about a birth control pill for men and how it was being rejected and wasn't going to happen because it had side effects that included like mood swings and things of that nature where it's like literally the same in a lot of cases as side effects as birth control pills for other people. Oh, yeah. It just the, yeah, it was, mm-hmm. it was someone wrote hashtag uterus wheel. Jesus, take the uterus wheel. Take it from <laughs> my veg. Ah, that was inappropriate. That was too far. What are you doing, Jimmy? I think I, I, I think we've gotten through most of the important part. Let's let it go a little bit longer, but then I think we switched to, uh, questions from the audience via super chat so uh we will switch to the question portion the super chat stuff here shortly you can shoot those in now or you can wait until we're running out of them or whatever you want to do but if you want to ask a question that super chat function is here we are trying to end a little more on time tonight because uh we both have plans with italian food but separate plans for the record (laughs) separate plans with italian food uh how many miles are there between us anyway like 900 something like that uh let's see here well 900 miles not for italian food also we have cars (laughs) i i just actually wouldn't walk that far for any reason we have cars and trains and planes but i hate flying okay i'm gonna go also i i wish i had pointed it out before let me see if i can pause it right on that exact same spot she was a moment ago I just, it was paused for a moment with her hands like this. It was like, she better be about to finish a magic trick because that's exactly what it looked like. <laughs> like and then a, <laughs> a bunch of doves fly out. She's wearing <laughs> a lot of layers to hide rabbits. I wonder if it's because that guy was making the body as a temple point and she wanted to hide her tattoos for this. Oh, geez. I wonder. A little bit of a deta- detail, not too much. So maybe plug your ears if you don't want to hear this. But What's PSA stand for? He does strike me as someone who hasn't consumed enough public service announcements. I'm using birth control to condoms to absolutely nothing. We were fully leaving it to the Lord to just like make up his mind. If he... Again, I think that is the implicate. The implication there is that completely he was trying. I guess you're right. I, I can't believe they're not. Yeah. Pregnant. I think she's going to say that right We're now. going Why? to create a baby in me or not. So. <laughs> and we did that still a little bit fearful. We were in faith when we made the decision, but in just in faith, trusting that God was going to take care of us and that if I got pregnant immediately, like he was going to provide. The grace for you. 
What a great privilege life you have that you can even delude yourself into thinking that just inherently is going to happen. Fucking, yeah. it makes me so mad. Yeah, yeah and he will. Exactly. So yeah, true. he's going to help me become prepared to be a mom. Help him. Help okay, where's the... Through it. That's so awesome. Um, it's been two... A there little over two years now. Um, don't worry, guys. Everyone always comments below. is like, it's been two years. You need to get tested. Everything, something's wrong with you guys. Wow. So I guess he is just <laughs> yeah. Yeah. going full speed. Also, just the like the the implication that I, I will say, I generally think people should mind their own fucking business. And like, <laughs> the I... I, I was tr I was trying to kind of struggling with like the way she was representing people being like, hey, if you're not pregnant after two years, that might be more than just God not wanting you to be pregnant. Uh, uh, but then I also am of the of the opinion like it's none of your fucking business. <laughs> like I I I've gotten mildly annoyed in the past, for example, when I've mentioned like medical issues I have, and then people are like, do you try this diet? Like. I got it figured out. Like I mentioned it as a detail in my life. I wasn't looking for advice from, I have doctors. I love all of you who are strangers, but I'm gonna go with the doctor's advice. So anyway, but anyway, so now here's her whole thing about that it's been two years. Well, I will go into uh, more detail of that in a different video, but we have both been tested and things are looking up. So yes, we're getting things figured out. Yeah. I also feel like. Which is medical intervention, mind you. Like the implication there is maybe I'll be wrong when she goes into her more detailed video. But the implication there was we got tested, found out there was something and we are fixing that. So that's not relying on I, yeah, God. I have no idea. I can't really tell what she's talking about. But yeah, then that is a good question. If we're anti-birth control because we're trusting God with our fertility, are we allowed to do IVF? Are we allowed what, to intercede? I mean, my so I think the most common thing is like not strong enough sperm uh, uh, being the situation. Uh, and so my guess is that it has to do with some kind of regulation of of paul's testosterone levels again this is just if if it's what more commonly seems to be the case but it definitely seems like i look forward to that future video morgan because it sounds like you're saying a problem was identified and is now being fixed which would be the antithesis of this video which is yeah. let god decide when and if you should have kids if that's true, that is a crazy contradiction. So you're saying, so no, you are not permitted to prevent babies, but yes, you are permitted to force God to make a baby. In general, you either they were trust saying, him with your fertility or right, you don't. Right. Pick it, a lane. It, one, was, one way was saying, trust God with your fertility. And then the other was saying, but we've been intervening because God fucked this one up. I, it's incredibly hypocritical. Like... I, Although I, I will say she is being so vague. I actually have no idea what she's talking about. So I think we should just wait to see what she's talking about. Somebody wants to make sure I know that hysterectomy and birth control aren't your only options to prevent pregnancy. Yes, I know that. I don't. I don't know why. Did I say that that was the only way to prevent pregnancy was a hysterectomy and, a, and birth control? I don't think I did. 
but I don't know. Maybe well, I did. If I said that, I, I definitely don't. Yeah, I don't believe that. So, uh, no, it, I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, for example, they're saying you can get your fallopian tubes removed, which often is also called getting your tubes tied, uh, which isn't a full hysterectomy. Yeah, you, there's definitely, there's definitely more than just that. Do you know what else can prevent pregnancy? Abstinence. <laughs> <laughs> It works. It doesn't work. <laughs> it uh, does. Yeah, you got to admit, it works. I, yeah, definitely. Those countries that focus on abstinence only education definitely don't have the higher teen pregnant, unwanted pregnancy rate. No, Texas is doing great. They're amazing. Mississippi, even mm -hmm. better. Yep. Mississippi, what's what the fuck, y'all? Like you make Florida some look a little bit more reasonable sometimes. I the more I learn about Mississippi, uh, so I, I had been doing some research on welfare stuff, and uh, if, because it's been coming up again in a lot of political debates, and Mississippi is the most welfare dependent state, yet votes against it. The high has the highest like <laughs> we are opposed to this because Amazing. everybody there this is like talking about that like it's like a combination of cognitive dissonance and confirmation bias you have everybody there basically just being like um uh well welfare should be extended but only in extenuated circumstances specifically mine but i really yeah. don't want it going to other people and there's even been times where they're like interviewing these people and then they reword what their situation huh. is back to them. Oh no, what's going on? Sorry, I'm listening. I'm listening. No, you're good. You said hold on, so I was waiting. Uh, oh, uh, sorry. But anyway, they have these like, they're like, here are my extenuating circumstances. And then these like reporters will just read back the, to them just slightly worded differently, but change the detail of like, this was going to, this is uh, uh, a situation considered for an african-american woman and then just gives them the exact same situation and suddenly they're like well no i just i just can't see that being as acceptable and i shouldn't do this voice to make fun of people for ignorance but it's really hard not to it's just yeah it's Watch it. <laughs> mississippi what the fuck you're a mess <laughs> give florida called they want their shtick back uh i think i'm done with paul and morgan how do you feel do you want to move to the the questions from the super chats i think that's ideal and for people who who yeah uh, let's do it for I people love you paul and morgan just had to go hard on you on this one i don't love you paul and morgan i think we could get along and have a conversation but i think what would be even better paul and morgan i made a thumbnail that was you and Morgan versus Brenda and I. And I think what would be amazing is if that thumbnail could happen again, but you actually came on yourselves. Uh, I've had people- I would love that. I know they we won't do it. We both know how to be nice. I'm down for a real conversation. I love it. I don't want to use the word nice to describe how I will be because I will call out hypocrisy as hypocrisy, but you will be heard but yeah. inconsistencies in your reasoning will be pointed out. And I will do my best to be cordial. I'll even limit myself to only saying two fucks the whole night. But the other thing <laughs> is that we know this this debate would not happen. Uh, uh, there have been like people who are way kinder than me, uh, like Shannon Q reached out to Paul and was like, can we have a not a debate, but a discussion? And Paul was like, nah. So, uh, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, let me, I'll just bring up lastly one of their other contradictions that drove me insane um, on their anti-LGBTQ video. Yeah. They talked about how they wouldn't go to a gay person's wedding. And my question is, would you go to a divorced person's wedding that was on their right. second marriage? Because Jesus never mentioned being gay, but he did mention divorce as a sin. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, like, it's like, you have to bring up both. You have to be all in or not in at all. You can't not go to your friend's gay wedding, but go to a divorcee's wedding. Then again, I, um, I called out their hypocrisy about homosexuality, but mentioned how they don't mention gluttony at all and they ended up doing a video on it right away so they might just tell you like yeah no we wouldn't go to a divorced a divorced <laughs> wedding it, all right well good have fun with that <laughs> the level of radical they often are is um gross uh and and again it's just all like my summary of paul and morgan is their experience has always been within a, a rather small box of possibility. They've had a very confined experience and they do no effort to really try and understand the experiences of others if they can't draw from personal experience. So the reason they are cold and frankly cruel to members of the LGBTQA plus community is because they can't they can't empathize. They don't understand. And they see the temptation to being gay as the same as the temptation to stealing uh, because they, yeah. they have done that equivocation in the past of like, look, we all sin, but we all have to avoid sin. When in reality, the equivocation to homosexuality is that it's just like heterosexuality, just more fun and way better. But <laughs> usually because the people aren't as uptight. It, it's not. No, I mean, they, they were really, I see them as very lucky. You know, I was saving myself for marriage. I was set to be one of the lucky ones that lived in this Christian paradigm of perfection and live happily yeah. ever after. But I didn't get the happily ever after. Like when I look at them, they look like they have a lot of sexual chemistry, which a lot of newlyweds saving themselves don't have the privilege of. They're both straight. That's just a privilege of being in the Allegedly. Christian church and not having to like deal with that. Like, yeah, they're just lucky. They really are. Right. It, it's kind of like what I mentioned about before. And this is actually a, a point I had with my dad a while back. Uh, and because he, he my dad would always read the stupid scripture from it might be in John, but it's basically this life is but a vapor. And basically, anytime you talk about suffering, anytime you talk about all the terrible things that happen, he would just be like, well, all those terrible things happen. But in in the grand scheme of eternity, this life is but a vapor. And I finally snapped on him once and was like, you have not had so much adversity in your life that you can dare say that. You don't know how bad the lives of many people are because your life in comparison to the majority of people, literally 99% of people who have ever lived has been pretty dang great. Like health-wise, yeah. he had his first migraine ever like three years ago and he's 66 now or something. Meanwhile, I, I, I mentioned this on Twitter recently, like I end most days with migraines right now because of some medications I'm on. Uh, uh, but this, I mean, the guy's like just not had 
that much adversity in his life. Not to say he had none. He definitely in his 20s dealt with depression. But to to think from your point of privilege, you can walk around and go like, yeah, all this suffering and all this that is terrible, it doesn't really matter because in the grand scheme of things, this life is but a vapor. I can't actually demonstrate that my belief about afterlife and God technically is true, but this life is but a vapor. So who really needs to worry about suffering? And uh, and and I see it as very similar with the these two and possibly these four, but I don't know enough about these other two that we're on. Uh, just the this is my experience, and I can't uh, I can't conceptualize things happening outside of that experience, and so I have figured out ways to dismiss it and not feel guilty for being dismissive, which for me is what I think is the tragedy. Uh, often a tragedy of religion. I assume with you, it's more of a tragedy of the misinterpretation of religion or the misuse of it. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. I know what's up. I got you. (laughs) Just to, just to make the people at home a little bit more like, wait, but aren't, aren't, what's going on? I can't. (laughs) Several people have used the word ship in chemistry in the live chat so far. Anyway, moving into the questions part, uh, the first few ones are usually from early on, and then it, it usually gets a little more for both people. But Lucy Fur asks, hair regimen and libido, 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 which means you at home who play the drinking game, that's three shots for you. Libido, that's four. Don't die. Uh, my, uh, <laughs> my hair regimen is I shampoo it and I let it dry naturally. <laughs> uh, sometimes I use conditioner depending on, like, how oily my head had been up to that point. If it if it hadn't been very oily, I will. Uh, and uh, if if I feel like it's drying kind of flat, which it almost did today, but if I feel like it's drying kind of flat, I'll I'll use a blow dryer for like two minutes, and that's pretty oh, much wow. it. Yeah, I don't okay. I don't do much. Yeah, yeah. And then you know I put it in. Oh, I had a hair tie here. Sorry, everybody. I know you wanted to see me interrupt the show to put in a bun, but. No buns were had that day. Um, Lucy says, P.S. I'm in love with God is gray. Well, that makes two of us. See, that's to that's to start the rumors again. Oh, I love you, Lucy. Lucy's wonderful. <laughs> Lucy's one of my mods and just also super, super supportive. And uh, at the Aww. end of the show, when people hear me read out the names, uh, Lucy is, is uh, also one of the orbital teapots because she's amazing. Shauna nice. Clu- Clausen, Shana Clausen, thank you. This helps keep me sane in my house. I assume you are one of the uh, fans that comes from a fundamentally religious home and uses this as some escapism. Michaela Gotcha. I love that name. Uh, the first stream I've made it to. Highland Daddy. Hello. The ex-Hindu atheist says lots of love, Jimmy. Thank you. Holly Nicole says lots of uh, I love you both. Thank you for existing. I love us both too. Uh, I love you too. Aw. Lee Ferguson. Not you. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Lee, uh, uh, what people don't know is off air, we'll be discussing things, and then she'll like say something really nice to her dog, and like, hey, baby. And I'll just go, oh, hey. Just, uh, <laughs> I just always take the compliments for myself. Lee Ferguson Piper, thank you. Sydney Robertson, so grateful for you, Jimmy. You and your content have been a massive help and just deconstructing and rebuilding my worldview. I appreciate you. This is a lot of compliments today. And I always read all of the live, the super chat. So for people who think I'm just reading all of the good reviews of me, 
Yeah, I mean, I'm doing that too. Uh, White Ferret, <laughs> thank you. Dalton, Brenda, ex-Christian, now pantheist, agnostic, been getting lots of people reaching out to me, trying to sway me back to church. What do you think about the pushiness? Love your videos and have watched since the beginning. Aww, that is from Dalton. Thank you for watching. Yeah. I'm so, I do not like pushiness at all. And that's that's more like fear-based and anxiety-based. I mean, I think for the sake of your own patience, I would recommend trying to just remember that it truly is out of love, as annoying as it can be, because people are being told they're going to go to eternity in hell and they'll never see you again in the afterlife. So if you remember, that's their motivation. I guess it's kind of sweet, but as, except when they delight uh, from in my it. Christian perspective, <laughs> from my perspective, I genuinely believe the Holy Spirit approaches people in the time that is for them, that it's a very unique and personal experience. And I would never push that on anyone. I just make myself available for people. And it's happened. I've had, you know, former atheist friends call me in a dire moment and ask me to pray with them. So I think Christians should be available, but not pushy. I, uh, uh, regarding pushiness, because some people consider atheists pushy too. I try, for the most part, I have a YouTube channel. You came to me. So like, first, let's start there. Not you specifically. I mean, people, my audience. Like my audience comes to me. I, I very rarely go to the audience. However, when I have a person captive, uh, it doesn't necessarily even have to be a religious person. I think it is valuable to, I don't want to use the word push because that's what we're talking about, but I think it is valuable to strongly encourage people to question their views, whatever they are, even when they're right, if they don't have a good reason to believe something when they're correct, they should be seeking the reasons. In other words, there are lots of people who believe the earth is round, but have no idea why it is. And so, especially if that's an important belief to you, the earth is round is doesn't really affect most people's daily life as far as uh, the way they treat each other, unless they think they're, that the earth is flat, and then oftentimes they are douches. But I, I just mean from a practical standpoint, any belief to you that is important that you act on a lot, I think it's important to have good reasons for it. And so um, I guess I'm not trying to defend pushiness, but maybe I'm trying to defend the fact that when I'm in conversations with most people, we often end up on those kinds of topics. So I definitely steer topics those those directions, but definitely don't be insistent. Uh, white Fer ferret, thank you. Or white ferret, I'm asexual. I'm genderqueer. It took me decades to come to the point that I could admit it to myself fully without feeling shame. I feel that a lot because once again, a, a lot of people don't know this. I'm 29. I came out as pansexual like last year, and it was only like a year prior to that that I was even entertaining the idea that I could be with anybody whose um, gender identity or really just physical parts uh, uh, wouldn't be what I had grown up. No, And I mean, this is long after I've become an atheist. I just still maintained a repulsion to a certain type of anatomy that I finally realized and got over when I fell for somebody who did not uh, fit that mold. But they fit my mold, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> Brenda and Jimmy, if you want. Oh, I see. I probably wasn't supposed to answer the last time, the last one. This is from Dalton again. Jimmy, if you want, what do you think about healing crystals, new age stuff, and taking aspects from like Buddhism to improve one's spiritual life? It's controversial, but I'm definitely 
one for hearing out other spiritual practices and taking in what benefits you and your faith. Um, particularly with Buddhism, I had a moment where I was in great pain and I felt um, a great heartbreak. And I realized my Christianity, all of this guilt was like, pray away the pain. If you really had faith, you know, your sadness would be lifted, that sort of thing. Whereas Buddhism, my friend who is a Buddhist came over and gave me this book about mourning. And it was about actually walking through that and allowing yourself to feel that pain. And that's just an example of like a moment where my mind was open and it didn't contradict with my Christian faith because Christianity says there's a season for everything. There's a time for mourning, but Buddhism gave me permission to realize it was okay to have a moment of mourning where Christianity had always shamed me of it. So that's my shortest, still long way of answering like, yes, I believe you should keep your mind open and see what works within the paradigm that you're working. My standard for evidence doesn't change across the board. And so uh, uh, the reasons why I don't believe in the Christian God or the Muslim God, the Mormon version of the Mormon fan fiction, all of these other uh, uh, beliefs is because they don't they consistently don't meet a standard for me. And that standard doesn't change when it comes to like things like astrology, things like the use of crystals, uh, even things like chiropractic and uh, and and um, what's the one called with needles? Um, you know what I'm talking about? Acupuncture. Which I'm not saying don't work at all. Obviously, chiropractic feels very nice. I'm just not convinced by the uh, some of the greater claims made for uh, for it. Um, uh, so anyway, my standard of evidence is usually pretty consistent. I will tell you that because of my experience with the natural versus supernatural world, my skepticism when somebody comes to me with a new uh, uh, supernatural claim, being open-minded doesn't mean everything you've never heard of you need to give equal footing to. Uh, and so because so far it seems clear to me that only the natural world and material world definitely exist, uh, that it is not inappropriate to be dismissive of things outside of that until good reason has been presented um, to believe in those things. So that's my answer to that question. It said, Brenda and Jimmy, if you want, and I wanted to. <laughs> Professor Glaceon, which by the way, Glaceon is definitely in my top 10 Pokemon. Uh, I know this isn't relevant to the topic, but I just wanted to say that watching your videos helped me accept I don't align with my birth gender. And um, uh, 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 I mean, obviously, you know this, and I'm making this clarification, Professor Glaceon, you know this, I'm making this clarification for a lot of people uh, uh, who don't know this. Your gender is what your gender is. And so I don't personally use the phrase birth gender. What most people usually, when they say like birth gender, they mean you're assigned sex at birth, as in somebody recognized your anatomy and thought that they could make a declaration about you, and society thought that those declarations had a much larger uh, effect on, um, <laughs> played a larger part in your destiny than, than they necessarily did. Uh, so that's just a clarification, again, not for you, Professor Glaceon, as you are evaluating uh, gender right now. I'm sure you've seen all of those clarifications, but for people, um, uh, as far as phrasing goes, um, your gender is what your gender is, not 
your gender isn't your sex, uh, uh, what you're assigned at birth. It's distinctly different. And so uh, a person who is non-binary is non-binary from birth, but they might have been assigned something. Uh, now, gender fluidity is much more complicated than that. And my main answer is I 100 uh, percent uh, think it is fascinating and beautiful and love that hearing about people with that experience. And I wish I had even an inkling of, of ability to uh, understand from the point of like being able to conceptualize it. But I just I can't. But I love you people as you are and accept your gender fluidity. I just don't get it for myself. I I should be clear. Franny, I use birth control because my period was too painful. Yeah, I know that's a pretty common one, too. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Next. How do you say this? N-E-X-K-Y-R-O-U-A-C. Any, any, Nick's Curek, maybe? Jimmy, Paul and Morgan's video, look at Paul wearing a button-up shirt with top button, button and no tie, not, a, not that a tie would work with that shirt. Just evidence against Paul being gay. He's still cute, though. That's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, Michaela, gotcha. God said no birth control. Yeah, he also said no mixed fabrics. I feel like earlier it, there might have it might not have been clear what I was saying by your gender is your gender. I wasn't saying your gender is your assigned sex at birth. I'm trying to say it's distinctly separate. I hope that that was clear because I just realized how that could be taken. Um, and also God never mentions birth control. That wasn't something that even existed in biblical times. That's true. Uh, yeah. So that Michaela gotcha with the God said no birth control. Yeah, you also no mixed fabrics. My favorite. But she has a good point with mixed fabrics still. <laughs> my, I, I included that in one of my things earlier this week, which was the joke was uh, God also hates mixed fabric. You've cotton polyester wearing motherfucker. That was one of my favorite things. <laughs> probably not as good as telling Steve Anderson my beard is better than his. And yes, it does tickle when I suck dick. That was probably better. Uh, Burning Shadows. <laughs> they talk to God and it's a good thing. I talk to my God and, and am I crazy because I'm a pagan? Also, I got off birth control in December and got pregnant in three months and we wanted a kid. I don't think religious people are crazy and I don't have the approach that some uh, less tactful atheists take that... Um, that religion is a mental illness. I don't feel that way at all. I don't believe you're actually talking to a God. Uh, I think your practice is more akin to something like meditation. Uh, let's see. Mick Gay said, glad to finally make it to a live stream after finals. Love both of you, beautiful people, and your content. Also, loving the quick sex ed from Jimmy LOL. Thank you, Mick Gay. It's good to see you again. The Linden Fool, mm -hmm. I, pr I pressured a girl to keep a baby due to religion. She neglected that baby until the state took him away. God didn't care what happened to that baby. Yeah, neither do. It mm. seems like so many people are pro-birth, not pro-child or pro. That's really sad. I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah. Renee Wasser, thank you. White Ferret, thank you. Mikitsuki, nice to see you talking about sex ed. Mine was bad. So was mine. Happened in Florida. Terrible. Melissa Smith, I actually take birth control so that I can have a child when my health is back on track. Uh, that yeah, another really good reason. Dalton, Brenda, sorry, I'm trying to rush through these a little bit more, but uh, I definitely we will. We need our uh, Italian food. <laughs> yeah, I'm starving. Dalton, Brenda, favorite two Christian musicians and favorite two non-religious? Ah, favorite Christian musicians, gosh. You know what? I'm a sucker for Lauren Daigle. I did a video on her defending her, defending LGBTQ people and... 
and I think her music is really profound. But otherwise, I really don't like Christian music. I would have to go nice and deep to like the old classics of like Silent Night and when church was actually like booming with choirs. Yeah. Uh, also, for people who in the live chat are trying to get some transphobic ass shit in there, we will delete it every time. This is not a democracy. Yes. <laughs> there is no free speech in my fucking live chat. Uh, let's see. Uh, Dalton, or nope, the Death Angel says, should I go back to my high school? I don't know what that word is. Baccalaureate? Laureate? Baccalaureate? I don't know what that word is or what it means. I'm atheist and my mom doesn't know, but she's letting me decide, but I don't want to hurt her feelings. Should I go back to my, I got to look up what this word means. Are you familiar with it? It's like the longest word I've ever seen. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Apparently it just means a college bachelor's degree. I've literally never heard it called that. Wow. No, I've yeah. never heard that ever. Baccalaureate. An examination intended to qualify successful candidates for higher education. Oh, that's the British version of it. Should I go to my, go to my high school baccalaureate? Uh, I'm atheist, doesn't know. She's letting me decide. I don't want to hurt her. I honestly think you have to do what's best for you, and you can't always just try to not hurt your parents' feelings. But try and have as good and comprehensive a conversation as you can with her. Uh, and And leading off with, I'm still the same person you love. We just differ in beliefs. Uh, is an important place to start. And also, if you can have somebody present to help out, uh, that moderation can often help too. Brenda, mm. thank you for your ACE video. Very validating. Uh, God is gray. Free will versus God's plan. What do you think? Oh, yeah. <laughs> in, t in, in 30 seconds or less. In 30 seconds, yeah. No, yeah. that's a big question. I'm excited. I'm going to do a video soon on like why do bad things happen to good people? because that's a question but you know this is why again i'm a proponent of birth control because i think free will and the actions you make do cause you know effects in your life and you do have to be mindful of that i i think they're talking more about though there's a logical inconsistency with the case that god has a plan and that plan will be seen through god knows the future and no other future will happen besides the one god knows and the concept that we could possibly have free will because that would make the universe deterministic. Now, mind you, I'm a, I am a, uni a, a, a determinist. I do think that when the Big Bang happened, the universe was set on a course that was never going to be deviated from. I think all choice is made uh, at, at some chemical level, and it's, it's a result of physical things happening. So if you recreated the exact Big Bang over again at another location, which I understand the physics reasons why that phrase doesn't make sense, but I think everyone colloquially understands what I mean. You would have an exact same universe with the same people making the same choices forever. So determinism is something that's... I think the way I'd answer that, though, is that yeah. I think what I currently feel is that you can have a destiny as far as what you're supposed to learn in this life. And maybe there's a million ways to get there. But maybe that's the reason more than like circumstance that actually occur to you. But do you think that if God knows the future and the future can never be anything besides what God knows that we could possibly have free will? But God exists outside of time. So you that's still might have had free will even though 
he's aware of what's going to happen. How? <laughs> I don't think so. We'll do this another day. <laughs> Ragabash, dad, uh, Ragabash Dabbler. Maybe God wants them to experience empathy, so he's making them infertile until they can understand some form of desperation. I uh, already don't believe in God, but if that God existed, also a prick. <laughs> like, I don't believe in this. Yeah, like, really. God that's choosing. Uh, uh, I, I, I would hate to live in a universe where God chooses to teach you lessons by making your life harder. But yeah, I don't believe that. Yeah, Nicole M. Thank you, Michaela. Gotcha. Down here in Maryland, middle schoolers are pregnant. We're only taught about abstinence. Thoughts. I'm friends with a freshman mother. I did a whole episode, a whole live show about bad sex education i am not for it <laughs> i don't think no it's a only it's a travesty works. yeah it's horrible it's horrible and it will result in even more pregnant uh teen pregnancy uh yeah. okay we're gonna try and power around these two uh because uh, we're we are getting much past time what we wanted uh mckay unrelated to the topic but should i go to my parents for mother's day if she still hasn't responded to my letter kind of conflicted about it uh I actually would probably, I mean, there's more nuance and, and there's more that you know that I don't know, but honestly, I would say no. <laughs> I would say that it, the first time you talk to your parents about that letter uh, should be something you have set up and it should be your next interaction, but an interaction everyone's prepared for. And so the fact is, is that it would probably come up if you showed up to your parents and now it wouldn't be in a way that that would be uh, more constructive and predictable. Uh, Connor Mikkelnerney, uh, in a previous call and show, we left comments about doing transcriptions for your videos, but the offer button you mentioned doesn't seem to exist. Also, why no period in Mr. of Mr. Atheist? I will look into that and try and get the button uh, working. And if it's more complicated than that, I'll make a short video on how it works. Uh, as far as why there's no Mr. A period in Mr. Atheist, it's because somebody already had that tag on YouTube. So I wanted to <laughs> still be Mr. Atheist. So I just omitted the period. They are not a person who is active on the platform. So at some point I will probably talk to YouTube and see if I can steal it. Uh, but now it's also, I'm, you know, it's just been the way it's been for, so I have some affection for it. Uh, Austin Laplante, I'm sure you get this all the time, but how could you be a Christian and support the gay community when the Bible is against it and is strongly against it? In 30 seconds or less. I know. Uh, because the original Bible is written in ancient Greek and Hebrew, and the English translation we have that says homosexuality is not accurate according to a lot of biblical scholars the original word is arsenokoitai which is more likely in my opinion and an opinion i share with a lot of other biblical scholars referring to the act of older rich men taking in young slave boys as their sex slaves and that was referring to that practice of pedophilia yeah. I mean, so there's another conversation for another day. I do think the Bible, separate from that, clearly lays out that God's plan for people is heterosexual marriage and that, that is his specific preferred family model. But again, well, today's not a day for debates. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Diane Retry, who's a friend of mine, uh, one thing that I've noticed with Paul and Morgan and people like this is the want to avoid responsibility. God seems to be the scapegoat for them. What do you two think? Uh Yes, I agree that they are using God to justify their shitty views and that it's because they can't justify them with 
uh, more objective means? I mean, I can tell you, I used to be in their in their school of thought, trying trying on the cognitive dissonance of homosexuality as a sin, but not being able to actually believe that is a, a kind of a very painful experience. And you're right, the only thing you have is to regurgitate what your pastor told you, and it's really difficult. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Victoria Newborn, I'm a pagan from Alabama with a Southern Baptist family. I'm on birth control and have had miscarriages. Any advice on dealing with my stern grandma about it? Tell her to butt the fuck out. <laughs> like, honestly, if she's stern about it and kind of mean and and uh, uh, I, I, I would just meet her attitude with her own attitude. If you want to have that conversation, I'm definitely conversation, not though, a believer either in like, um, like just being a part of your family forever and ever, even if they're causing you grave harm or pain. You know, if yeah. you are in an abusive relationship with someone, it doesn't matter if you have a bloodline with them. Like you do not have to be sharing those intimate parts of your life with her if you know that she's going to continually hurt you. Yeah. I uh, basically set the boundaries down as if you want, I love you, if that is the case, because uh, it's not for everybody. I love you. If you want to be in the in my life, here are my boundaries. If you can exist within those boundaries, you can be in my life. If not, c'est la vie. Cherry Chipmunk, yep. thank you. Cherry Chipmunk, do you think you'll make it to Pride? Love your channel. Uh, yes, I, I think I will. Uh, it'll depend on health and the heat that day, because unfortunately heat is a huge trigger for some of my health problems. Uh, and so, uh, but I... I Fully plan to be at Denver Pride for at least one of the days. Dylan Fuller, Jimmy, how tall are you? I just realized I don't know. I'm six foot two. Beatriz Alcazar, love your channel. Keep it up. Thank you. Black Swan, love you, Jimmy. My husband says hand jobs are not the same as fingering pan pride. Well, okay, fine. Don't get into it. We have to go eat Italian food. <laughs> Dalton, for me, healing crystals don't cure cancer. They are just helpful reminders of positive qualities, plus, are naturally made, i.e., God, I, if believe uh example rose quartz equals love yeah if you're using them for reminders like i i also put an x on my hand when i know there's something i need to remember and then sometimes i forget what i meant to remember brenda love your videos and i got people from my old united methodist church to watch you particularly the youth leader i see changes when i visit oh yay i love that that gave me a little chill i love that that's my whole thing. Like people have, have asked me why I would collab with a Christian. One, because she's a really good person and that's what I care the most about. But also, while I want to see a more secular world, it's not just going to happen overnight, possibly not at all. So I would definitely settle for a world filled with Christians like Brenda versus uh, uh, not that <laughs> versus nothing changes. <laughs> and I think that's a more reasonable goal in the short term. Uh, raised Catholic, never used birth control and starting having and started having sex way too young. I am lucky I didn't get pregnant. Thank you for advocating for sex ed. Um, I also started really young, but uh, we definitely did use um, contraceptive because I was far more terrified of my parents finding out I was having sex than I was of God being upset with me for it. Um, <laughs> I think that is uh, that is it. Brenda, why don't you take the last words here and just remind people where they can find you and and we will uh, uh, dash for Italian food. <laughs> All right. 
Um, you can find me at youtube.com slash God is gray, G-R-E-Y. I also have my podcast, God is Gray, on Apple, Google, Spotify, and Stitcher, <laughs> and more. And that's it. And my sign-off is, I love you, God bless. <laughs> I said it would be the last, so, and here I've ruined it. Bye, everybody! Bye! <laughs>